want to focus on your health and well-being, you have to make it a priority. But um, why I say make it a priority? Because you won't find time if it's not on the top, your top five things to do or for your life. Are you interested in improving your health and fitness? I know you are. So I made a podcast all about transforming your life with a changed mindset, good nutrition, and effective exercise. Head to supremeholisticfitness.com to find out more. Trust me, it's life-changing. Right, so this is Alicia Garcia Pedro. Right, she's yes. a wife, a mother of three, and she's a lifestyle and leadership coach. She's passionate about teaching others about leadership, personal development, and self-care for success. She's certified as a precision nutrition certified coach. She's an ESSA certified personal trainer. She's an, also an ESSA certified strength training coach. Those are just a few of the certifications that she holds. So I'm welcome, welcoming Alicia to this health and fitness segment. And we are going to be talking about a balancing act. And it's all about mastering a healthy lifestyle in a hectic world so welcome alicia thank you thanks so much to be here keon and to everyone able to join us thanks for joining everyone and don't forget feel free to post your questions because it's not only about us it's also about you all and helping you all to move to the next level all right so alicia tell me a little bit about yourself how you got started on this journey Fitness, okay. Um, this has been going on for let's see, like real fitness as a coach, as a trainer for three, three and a half years. But before that, I'll admit, like, like, let's go back, back. Um, fitness was never a priority for my life, fitness, nutrition. I was just so busy being a mom. Um, and in the process, I, um, yeah. That became the last thing to think about. I just didn't have the time. Um, my kids, they're, they're a bit older now, but especially when I had my daughter, who's 12 now, um, before, when, I, when she was a baby, I started running. A friend invited me to really go walking, walking around the savannah, and then it went into running. And then it became a thing. Not that I'm any great runner, right? But it became a really um, a form of self-care and fitness because I was never athletic, right? I, school, not me. Um, I could hardly throw a ball properly. But I soon realized that um, it mattered for my mental well-being. Just a simple running. And then just in 2018 is when I really... For the first time, I joined a coaching group, right? So because before I was doing it on my own, right? I would Google everything. I would YouTube everything. And I felt like I could do this on my own. But it wasn't until I joined a coaching group um, and we had fitness sessions at the Savannah that I realized the value of just being um, accountable with the support of others to motivate you. And then I got hooked. You know, fitness became, because the benefits were so much, right? Because it started to um, help me overall, um, I stuck with it. Um, 2020 was also a milestone year where I started 
to coach others, fitness as well. But then I started to learn more. I, I love learning. So I wanted to focus not just on fitness, but on nutrition and well-being. And um, during that year, one of my coping mechanisms was getting further into health and fitness and helping others and showing them that no matter how busy life gets or no matter what your lifestyle looks like, you know, you're a busy mom, you have a career, that in the middle of all of that, um, you could take care of self, you could take care of your well-being mentally, physically, um, emotionally, spiritually. And um, yeah, and in teaching others, I grew more and it's, it became my, my passion outside of my full-time career and outside of everything that I do. Um, fitness is, and well-being and, and nutrition is the easiest thing for me now. Yeah, so that's just a little how I got here. All right, you mentioned a key thing, you know, something that stood out when you were talking a little bit about yourself is that you joined a group. So joining that group would have given you that motivation, that encouragement and inspiration to keep going. Before you joined the group, you basically were trying to do it on your own. Yeah. The, and you joined a group, you stuck with it, it helped you to achieve consistency, and then eventually you're now doing it on yeah. your own as well as coaching others. Yes. When it went on your own, I realized the difference was I didn't push myself enough. Like what I thought I could do, I didn't I didn't push myself. I would stop at five reps. Um I would run, I started doing some little weight training. But I didn't know my true potential till I got into a group and somebody was there motivating and saying, yes, you could do this, Celestia, keep going. And that's how I discovered my strength and how much more I could do, you know, besides running. And, and so that's the benefit of the group, you know, the energy that comes with seeing others on the same journey, um, the support that comes with it and the accountability. <laughs> yeah, it really mattered. Yeah, the accountability is really key and um, that's a missing component for a lot of people. But you know, once you have that accountability, eventually you will develop that internal accountability to keep doing yes. it on your own. The habits, the habits that you build as part of being in a group, when you, you don't always end up being alone, but those habits continue, they sustain you. You know, so when you build those good habits, it's hard to it's hard to go back to the bad habits, right? When you build those good habits with help. And habits are key. Um, what are some things you know you may have touched on it? Um, what are some things that people could do because we live in a world of busyness? And I know you could attest to this as you speak to people. And they say, you know, I say I need to um, lose some weight. I need to start exercising, but I have no time. And it seems to be a common story for most people. What would you suggest or you would help or what advice would you give to someone who falls into this trap of being busy and not having time to exercise or adapt a healthy lifestyle? That was one thing. Or one or two things you would tell them. 
Uh, a few things, but um, you have to make it a priority. And I know that's cliche, right? Um, you want to focus on your health and well-being. You have to make it a priority. But um, why I say make it a priority? Because you wouldn't find time. If it's not on the top, your top five things to do or for your lifestyle or maybe top five things you decided to do at the start of the year, if your health and well-being wasn't top there alongside maybe career or family or finances, you're never going to prioritize it, and then you're not going to find time to do things, whether it's weekly, monthly, um, to achieve those goals. So it's important that you decide where does this, where does, where does my health and well-being or my fitness fall into my entire lifestyle? Am I taking care of everything else except my physical and um, physical well-being? Are you um, am I so invested in family and my kids? Am I so invested in career? Am I so invested in um, whatever goal you're working towards that you neglect um, your overall well-being? So one of the things that I always say is that you got to put your health and well-being in that top five. It has to be one of the things you decide that's important to you. And then it doesn't end there. Once you decide that it's important to you, the next step is you have to understand why. Right, because everybody says, okay, this year, 2023, I'm going to take care of my health and well-being. And it's a very general statement and even not very specific, but sometimes we we haven't figured out why. Like what is that reason? What is that what is gonna get you, keep you motivated or make you commit to this every single day? So you gotta ask yourself. dig deep and figure out what it is what's your reason why so i can give you an example some persons might say okay you know what um i got to lose weight uh, my doctor says i'm on the obese side and if i don't take care of it based on where i am at where my age is i could be diabetic or i'm pre-diabetic so that's a strong health reason why you want to kind of clean up your eating you want to start working out that's a, that's a motivator um, some person might say, well, okay, I want to, um, it's important to me to lose 20 pounds this year um, because I have a wedding at the end of the year and I want to fit into that, into the stress that I have my eye on. That's a strong enough reason. It may not be what somebody else has, but it's a strong reason. Um, somebody might say, okay, I want to live to see my grandkids. Um, I'm at that age where my kids are growing up. And I want to take care of my health and well-being because I've neglected it for so long. And I want to take care of myself now so that I could either, you know, walk my daughter down the aisle or see my grandkids, take care of my grandkids. So you got to find a reason why. One of the key reasons why I have health and well-being at the top of my list is because my mom passed um, at the age of 50 from breast cancer. So for a long time health and well-being became part of after i got past the fear of oh my gosh what's gonna happen i said no i'm gonna have to take care of myself and here's how it's gonna go here's how it's gonna be here's what i'm going to start doing and once i've and again that was my strong reason so it became easy for me to prioritize that um every year at the top of my list um but then after that right you know how all things go you set a goal, 
you understand why it's important. The next step is you've got to, you've got to, you got to figure out how you want to achieve it. You've got to start planning, you know, be specific about what is that one thing you want to achieve. Um, I always say, you know, break it down, break down that big task into small milestones, right? You may not be able to achieve all of it at once, but what's the goal you're going to get? What's that goal you want to hit? Let's say mid-year. Overall health and well-being. Reduce your blood sugar levels. Um, eat more healthy. A lot of things that could be a big goal. But what are you doing? What do you want to achieve by mid-year? Could it be maybe I want to join the gym? Maybe that might be the milestone, right? Or maybe the milestone is maybe I need to, my nutrition is hard. Um, my lifestyle is difficult for me. Maybe I need to sign up for some prep meals. Maybe I need to make take the um by the bullet and order um nutritional pre-prepped meals. So that's one thing. Um, but again, you gotta hit those milestones that will ultimately get you there. Um, then, then there's just the everyday thing. Every week, every day, you gotta figure out what are you doing every day, every week towards that goal. Because we could put that goal at the start of the year, we put it on a pedestal, we understand why, and then we park it. And then I say, okay, what, what have I done? Two months have gone. What have I done towards this goal that I so I felt so important? Um, so what you, you have to do is you gotta keep it in front of you, and you have to you have to keep it in front of you constantly, and you have to make sure that you're taking steps along the way. Um, intentional steps to achieve the goal uh it could get very it could it could seem overwhelming but what i always tell persons what i always advise my clients is start small you know even if it's this week start small what are the five things you know you're not doing five things you know you, you want to do five things five habits that you want to build five habits that you want to stop because more than often, we all know what we're doing wrong, right? We know how we're derailing our health and being. More than often, we do. So I always say, start small. Figure out what are the five things you're going to stop doing, five things you're going to start doing. And next week, say, okay, this is the one thing I'm going to start with. This is the one habit that I'm going to start with next week. And then maybe two weeks after, three weeks after, you could start building. You could add a number two. Then you add a number three. You know, it could be one week could be drinking water. You know you're not meeting your requirements for water daily. Maybe the first one thing, the small task that you're going to do is drink more water. Uh, by the time you build that habit and you get better at it, then you can build another habit. Maybe it's have breakfast on time. You know, so don't overwhelm yourself with saying, I'm going to do, I'm going to start from August 1st. I'm going to clean up my diet and I'm going to, do, I'm going to clean up my diet, drink water. I'm going to go to the gym. It could seem overwhelming, but figure out, start small, make a decision on what you're going to do. And then, um, yeah, make it. Sorry about that. And then decide what's the one thing you could start. So that's just a, that's what I usually say, you know. Understand what the priority is. Make sure you know why. Set some milestones. 
and start with small steps and then build on it. Yeah. And you you hit the nail you hit the nail right on its head with priority. If something isn't a priority, you won't make time for it. We make time for the things that we need to do. And you know, once you know why you want to do it, then the how and the details could come afterwards. Um, in terms of the goals, you also mentioned um, having process goals. So, for example, if someone wants to lose um, maybe 20 pounds in the next four months, then a simple process goal would be I need to walk three days a week or I need to work out three days a week. So you look at a big goal and then you set, you know, those small little goals that are so reachable because losing 20 pounds might seem like a stretch for most people. But yes, you have the goal, but then you focus on the actions, the things you need to do because those are so achievable. This week is almost up. And if you set a goal to work out three days this week and you work out two days, then you have one more day to accomplish that goal. Right. Yes. So that those points really hit the nail on the head. Um, in terms of, let's say, someone there not really motivated to do anything, because it's a common thing that most people say, um, I'm not motivated. I don't feel like working out. Um, how do you usually address that um, with your clients or with anyone you come into contact with? I'm not motivated to work out. Yeah. Um, I would say that's me too. That's me too, girl. Most of my clients are girl. Like, I don't feel to work out every day. I don't feel that. I don't, but I don't wait on the feeling. It's, it's a habit. You got to remind yourself why. And one of the things I always say is that when you get good at building a habit, um, like if you don't do it, you miss it. So when you have a habit, you don't feel like um, it's not a feeling anymore. You're just executing, right? So it's like it's like brushing your teeth. Um, you know you have to get it done and you do it. It's such a part of your day. Um, but key to building that habit is not giving up. I know something like you said, you know, maybe you had a good week. Um, you're supposed to exercise three days a week, two weeks, and you're going really good. You get to the third week and things happen. It didn't go as planned and you felt like you failed. And then you don't pick back up. The fourth week is like, mm, you know. So one of the things I always say is just to build that habit, you have to keep going at it. You might have a few fails. You might have some bad weeks. But every day or every week you start back and say, okay, here I go again. Because that, that repeated behavior is what's going to help you build that habit so that you know you don't have to rely on the feeling anymore and because also because you prioritize that you you made time for it right so it's if you have an allotted time to do a specific activity then it's less likely for you to skip on it um, because it's a habit it's scheduled and you know that this is well you know why you're doing it it's towards it's the meter it's towards meeting that milestone or that bigger goal. I always say one of the things that really helps in reality when we're building those habits um, that allow us to 
to, to get things done for our health and well-being, we have to we have to clean up some of the we have to create routines that help us to to practice the good habits and clear up some of the bad habits. Because to make room for good habits, you have to clear out some of the bad habits, right? So a good example is let's say you know um, you want to work out and maybe the best time you feel or you realize that you could work out is in the morning. You know what? So you said, you know what? I'm going to get up every morning and I'm going to spend 15 to 30 minutes doing a little workout, whether it's walking, going on a treadmill, doing a, a YouTube workout video, whatever that looks like. You said, okay, I'm going to work out three days a week every morning, right? So that's a habit you want to build because it's contributing towards either losing weight or building strength or just improving your cardiovascular health. So many reasons, right? But you have to figure out what your routines like to support that, right? Are you having, let's say for instance, you're going to bed at 12 or you're staying up watching Netflix till one. Your mess, that your bedtime routine is a mess. So it's obviously going to affect the habit that you're trying to build. You're not going to feel to wake up to get up in the morning and to do that workout because one, you're really tired. It's not even it's not even even well being or feeling about it. You're physically tired, so it's difficult. So I always advise persons to look at look at your routines. Look at what's going on. Maybe you're saying I'm gonna have a healthy breakfast every morning, but again, you stay up late. You wake up late. There's no time to to go to um to get into the kitchen and prep a proper breakfast. You're heading out. You don't have time to pack a proper breakfast. You head out and you get some donuts and coffee or you get doubles or you get like not healthy, right? Yeah. And you're doing that repeatedly. So you got to look at the routines that you have to build to allow you to to um to pick up those healthy habits that you want. I advise persons to monitor yourself, track yourself, say okay. And next week, I'm going to start with this new habit, but start from the morning and, and like log your day. Okay, I get up at five. I scroll on my phone. I spend half hour on my phone scrolling. So that means, okay, workout time miss. Then I had, um, I only had time to grab, like actually document your day. Look back at it and see where, see where you might have to change things, where you might have to drop some bad habits, pick up new habits. Um, and keep doing that for about a week and you'll see with time what you might need to fix to kind of help you, help you do those daily things that you have to do for your well-being, just do them a little better. Correct. And what usually happens is we ask people, we take the part of least resistance. So whatever is easiest to do, we do. So for example, um, you mentioned going to bed late, because we're binging on Netflix, we're entertaining ourselves, and it doesn't take a lot of effort to just sit down and consume the movie or the series, whatever you want to consume. So now, in terms of changing or developing good habits, once we're able to do these things, then habits become automatic. It's kind of like on autopilot. You do the things you need to do, even though you don't feel like doing it. Yeah. So habits, habits are key. And that's what 
a lot of people they fail to realize when they see people who are in great shape or they see people who um they go to the gym often they eat healthy well labeled as fitness fanatics and but for them they can't really grasp it but simply because we develop the habits that's it correct it's not it's not a feeling anymore it's just you build those habits and um you remind yourself why it's important to you um it's harder to break the to break a good habit it's hard to break a good habit when you have a good habit you know it's hard to deviate there's no bad habits bad habits stick when you've gotten a good habit like it's it's hard to deviate so um definitely it's it's less about motivation it's more about this is what I gotta do. Yeah. I'm just gonna go ahead and do it because, yeah. And they come on fitness myths as well. When they look at people who live a certain lifestyle as it relates to health and um, fitness, so they tell themselves, "I I have to eat perfect, or I can't really miss a workout or too many workouts." What would you tell someone who comes to you like? I can't, I have to eat perfect, or mm. I have to, I can't miss out, what would you tell them? Um, that's so overrated. <laughs> I say, you know, I always say moderation is key. Like, I enjoy every single thing. Um, I had, last week I had a zinger sandwich, KFC zinger sandwich. So, but it's about making sure that your nutrition is, it's the balance is, you're having more healthy and more less processed foods and you're feeding your body properly, um, more than less, right? So an occasional Friday night pizza, nothing's wrong with that. You're not guilty about that. And also what I also have to remind people, everybody has different goals. So if you want to be extremely lean, you're going in for a competition, a bodybuilding competition, then that's a different goal. And the discipline around that and what you have to do, that's very different. So don't look at what other folks are doing because their goals are different. If you want to sustain, if you want to have a healthy lifestyle and you want to have habits that are sustainable, right, today, tomorrow, next week, um, for a healthy lifestyle, then it's not about diet or um, fat fasting for too long it's really about moderation learning how to have balance learning how to cut back on processed foods cut back on your sugar drink your water portion control on your plate make sure you have your veggies every day every day have veggies um and with time that's what's sustainable that's what you can do you can teach your kids you can teach your entire family and you can still reach your goals with that, your goals for a healthy lifestyle. Yeah, so that myth about I've got to be on a diet. I can't eat bread. I can't eat pizza. Oh, I can't have cake. That's, um, it's more about balance, healthy practices, and making sure that you understand what you need to do to achieve your individual goal, not anybody's else, anybody's own. Yeah. So that's one big myth that correct. I we can... got better on our own race. Yeah, correct. All right. Um, yeah. I didn't see any questions. I don't know if I may have missed it. Um, 
So if anyone has any questions, yeah. you could just drop it. You could just drop a comment and we'll try to address the question. But we're wrapping up here. Um, I know I Alicia. I have one other method I want to um I want to bust. Um, that thing about you need, you need to work out every single day for two hours, three hours. That's also a myth, right? Again, different goals. Um, but for a healthy well, for a healthy lifestyle, for overall well-being, um, you don't have to do. You don't have to go overboard. I always say it's eighty percent nutrition, twenty percent exercise. So if all you could do is ten minutes every day, then you do that. If you could do three days a week or thirty minutes. Get get your heart rate up. Get moving. Move your joints. That's going to pay off significantly. The consistency of just being moving, getting your heart rate up, you know, building mobility goes a long way um, for your lifestyle and your well-being than um, having to go. You have to be in the gym. You have to be spending two hours working out every day, you know. So I just want to say sometimes um, let's not get Carried away. Some people love to work out. That's their preference to be in the gym for two hours. That's their preference, and it depends on their goal. But for generally, for sustained well-being and physical fitness, you don't have to go overboard. You don't have to do, you know, hours of workout and every day of every every day in the week. Correct. Correct. Um. So. There's also another common thing that most people struggle with. Um, in fact, I spoke to someone about this this week. They reached a plateau, and plateau meaning they were not seeing the results anymore. They were just stuck at this one particular weight. Initially, they were able to lose the weight, but then they reached this plateau. What would you... Um, advise someone you know everyone is different everyone has different schedules but what's a common principle or would you tell someone who has reached a plateau and they're unable to break it um what changed <laughs> what um are you doing what you say you're doing that's the first thing i want to understand what has changed was it your diet is it your workouts is it maybe something stressful is happening um so it's important to understand first has anything changed? And um, maybe let's monitor. Let's see what a week looks like. Maybe you you think you reach a plateau, but it's because something shifted. So it's important to figure that out first. But if if it is you're doing absolutely everything, then it's time to switch something up. Time something to maybe you could. I always say sometimes you switch up the workouts, do something differently you try something if you're working indoors all the time try outdoors um what about your meal planning and what you're eating what do you need to change uh nothing like a coaching group or even an accountability partner helps you to get past right because sometimes i think it's mental because you see the scale not moving and you think you have to plateau to me that's when you have to push through that's when you have to really don't stop um like i'll they're saying consistency, consistency is so important. Even though you don't look like you're getting the results, now is not the time to stop because you're going to take yourself back a few pieces. So it's important to figure out what changed. Um, keep going. Don't stop. Keep going. 
get the help of a coach or somebody who could guide you on what little shifts you need to make and and more than often that help you need to keep going could come in the form of um, an accountability partner um, see we have a question um yeah which fruits are best for people afflicted by arthritis you want to avoid the acidic fruits yeah but it's not like you could write off um like there are some fruits if you're diabetic you can't have right but we have so many fruits so you avoid the acidic fruits the ones that you know get your body's acidic levels too high which affect your joints um i don't have a fixed list on what they are but you have to like i say eat the rainbow there's so many options it may not be a favorite but don't be afraid to try new options. If your doctor said, okay, cherries is not right, cher cross cherries off the list, cross grapefruit off the list, cross oranges off the list. We have another, we have an extensive amount of fruits that you could tap into. Um, and because fruits gives you your, your nutritional value, your fiber, you need to have your five to six servings of fruits and vegetable every day, but it might just come in an alternative form, yeah? So, Correct. I gotta take a little note of that, Charmaine, and we could reach back out and, and, and just let you know what exactly you can avoid and what you could stick to. Right. You're welcome. All right. So, we're up uh, here. Um, Alicia, what where can people find you? What uh, some of your programs that you have or program that you have? So if someone wants to um, work with you, whether it's program, whether it's coaching, mm -hmm. tell us a little bit about your programs and how they can reach you. Right. So first, first, I want to invite everyone to Superwoman Sundays. That's a, a fitness group, a fit camp that I have. It's virtual. Uh, so if you're up to it, 7 a.m. every Sunday morning, um, AST time, um, I do what's called hit, a HIIT workout, but it's low impact, so we don't really get on the ground and do burpees, but you get a really good workout. Um, we usually drench with sweat, and it's, it's just a community that we encourage each other to do workouts. Sometimes you think, I can't go to the gym, I don't have time, and that was born of just simply a form of self-care on a Sunday. Sometimes Sunday used to get me so stressed out because Sunday is before Monday and everything has to get ready. But when I started taking time out to work out, like after that morning workout, I could face anything for the week ahead. So that is Superwoman Sundays. You could message me if you're interested in joining. It's a free camp. It's a free workout fitness um, virtual session. All you're committed to is really showing up at 7 a.m and getting onto zoom and working out with us um, from time to time i do um, a transformation challenge where we do we do more than just meal planning and um, workouts it's really just like what i said understanding what your priorities are and building habits daily encouraging each other on how to monitor what you're eating how to track your sleep how to how are you moving today making sure we're incorporating that daily and it's a group so the women inspire other women you know you're not having a good day but you see 
you see Althea come in and she did 10,000 steps and then she showed you her plate, she had healthy eating, it inspires you. So you're learning together in these um, sessions and you helping, you have accountability. You have, you have a group of persons on the same journey with you that keep you accountable. So um, once I have those sessions, once I do those challenges, which usually lasts between three weeks to four weeks, I post it on my page and I will promote it. And I try to keep it under 30 persons um, just to, you know, make sure that we're communicating. Nobody gets lost in the whole thing. Yeah, so that's one. And I always say DM me anytime. I, I put my lifestyle on Instagram, what I eat, what I drink, the workouts I do. I always try to say, okay, just 10 minutes. So I have 10 minute hit sessions um, that you could look at that I do. But if you have a question on nutrition, fitness, um, workout, anything like that, feel free to just DM me. I'm always prepared to give advice and, and help persons who feel like they're stuck and they don't know how to get started on their fitness and nutrition. Great, and I see you have some of the women, the superwoman yeah. All right, so we're wrapped up all here, but before we go, I just really ask this question, what is one thing you would like to leave with everyone before we go? Um, don't quit. Right? Don't stop. Don't stop. Um, that's that to me. That's that's what keeps persons back the most. Sometimes we have we understand the priority. We set a goal. We're working towards it, and then we we fall back. Something happens. We have a bad week, bad month, even, and then we feel stuck. And I'll I'll say just you know what? We have a chance to start over tomorrow. So I didn't drink water whole week, but guess what? Tomorrow. I could start again and get back on that train. So I always say don't quit. That my idea of consistency is not quitting, just going again. Um, whether whatever that goal you're working towards, if it's workout, if it's um, healthy nutrition, if it's your spiritual well-being, whatever component that you're working on that's important, don't stop when things get tough. Thanks. And with that, we're, we're all done. Thanks everyone for tuning in. Thanks Alicia for being on here and sharing your wealth of knowledge. So everyone have a good time. We got to do this again. Thanks yes. for everyone able to join. And I hope, um, I hope it was valuable. DM me if there's anything you want me to explain further. Um, but it was my pleasure to be here. Yes, it was our pleasure. So everyone have a good evening. Thank you. Thanks so much. And three quick things before we wrap up. If you like what you heard, please subscribe and leave a five-star review and share this episode. And if you'd like to join a growing online fitness community, you can become a part of my Facebook group and follow me on Instagram. Lastly, subscribe to my blog and get a free copy of my ebook, Seven Steps to Actually Crush Your Fitness Goals. My goal is to help transform you using a change mindset, good nutrition, and effective exercise without sacrificing your time and helping you to stay consistent. Talk to you soon.